This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 834. Yeah, right, correct? How to double check your facts in English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 50 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Today, get the inside scoop on how to use words at the end of your statement to check on something you think you already know. This is a great way to build a connection with a friend of a friend. So find out more today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Michelle, how are you doing today? Hey, Lindsay, I am good. I'm good. How are you? I am good. I have a question for you. Okay, what is it? Okay, so so you grew up in Maryland, right? Yes, I'm from Maryland. Oh, you grew up there. Okay, which part of Maryland did you grow up in? I am from Montgomery County, Maryland. Mm, which what was it, it like? Which is where? Uh, it's about an hour away from Baltimore, an hour away from D.C., um, a little bit more, a little bit, yeah, it's hard to describe, but it's one of the, uh, it's it's a pretty big county if you've heard of uh, like Bethesda, Maryland, it's near there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been to Bethesda, I've been there. I, I had some friends from college who were uh, from that area, so kind of cool. And what was it like growing up in like just uh, an hour from D.C. and an hour from Baltimore? <laughs> yeah, so it was... It was nice. I mean, I think I didn't appreciate it as much back then. I always wanted to be in New York. And now I'm like, oh, actually, it is really nice. But um, I liked it because it wasn't I didn't grow up in like the country, but I grew up, you know, like kind of in the middle, like more suburban. And there was a lot of uh, thing. There were a lot of things to do around. And yeah, of course, being near DC and Baltimore, there was always something to do. So I like it because there was a lot of different areas and a lot of pockets to explore. Oh, but you always had your eyes on New York City, right? <laughs> yeah, I did when I was since I was little. Yep, I sure did. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. So there in our conversation there, I asked you something. What did I say, Michelle, when I set up that question? Well, before you ask me a question, can I ask you a question? Okay, you could do that if you want. Okay, so, well, because I want to ask you a question about your childhood. So you okay. learned to ski when you were three, yeah? I did. Yeah, that's right. I did. My parents, you know, they wanted to go skiing. So they put me on skis and they put me in ski school. So they would have like a, a you know, a babysitter or something. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I guess I spent more time just eating the snow than skiing. But yeah, I've been on skis uh, since I was three. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so funny. Oh, wow. That's so cool. You know, I've never been skiing. 
Yeah, it's a New Hampshire thing. I mean, you grow up in New Hampshire. It's kind of boring if you don't participate in winter sports. You know what I mean? Like, what are you going to do on Sundays? <laughs> there was nothing to do up there. So we had to go to the mountains. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, no, I never I never went skiing. I, I've always wanted to go maybe this winter. Yeah, maybe this winter you'll get up to Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows, Lindsay? <laughs> cool, cool. All right. So today we're talking a little bit. I wonder if our listeners picked up on the two little questions that you and I used in those questions, the words we put at the end of our sentences. What did we say? What did I say to you, Michelle? Okay. Well, you said uh, you grew up in Maryland, right? Yeah. So it's like I already kind of knew that information, but I was just double checking. Right? Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then you did the same thing, but you used a different word. What was that? I said, yeah. Yeah. So does that feel a little more casual to you? Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now I'm just going to keep on saying yeah and laughing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. It does. It does feel a little bit more casual. I guess, Mer I guess right also feels casual. I don't know. Right sounds feels more comfortable to me. Okay. Yeah. It might be more common. Um, so that's what we're talking about today, guys. You know, this is a really important function in so many languages, you know, asking this question at the very end to double check on information that you already know. So most of the languages that I've learned, you know, have this function, like in Japanese, they say desne, and that's used, I think, in a broader sense uh, in Japanese than just this function. But also in Spanish, they say like verdad or cierto, right, at the end. Um, and, and I'm sure in many other languages, they do it too. So that's why we're going to talk about this today. What do you think about that, Michelle? I think that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So what is coming soon, Michelle? We have a big, exciting launch happening. Something very cool is coming very soon for our listeners. What is it? It is the app. Very Yay. exciting. I know. So, so cool. So today I, I went out and I filmed another exclusive app video interview with a college kid who is from Oregon, but he is at BU. So you guys, you've asked for video content and natural video content. That's what we're going to give you, but it's only going to be available exclusively in the app. You can't get it anywhere else. So get on the app insider list by going to allearsenglish.com forward slash app. So you know when it's available. So excited for that. Perfect. Fun. Okay. All right. So, Michelle, we're going to start with a question from a listener today. Would you read the question for us? Sure. Okay. okay. Here we go. Hi, Michelle and Lindsay. How are you? Um, my name is Lineker, and I'm from Guashupe. How do I say that? I don't know. Maybe Guashupe. Guashupe, it might be a, Guashupe Brazil. Okay. <laughs> I've heard you guys uh, for two months. Uh, I've been listening to you guys for two months, and I'm loving hearing you every week. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> So my question is, when do I use yet or right at the end of a sentence? What's the difference between these two words? Thank you, too. Thank you for the question. Good question. And sorry, we don't know how to pronounce your hometown, but maybe we got it right. We'll see. You can let us know here. Yeah, let Lineker. us know. <laughs> let us know. So, Michelle, what was confusing about this question to you? Um, because yet and right are very, very different words, right? Yeah. So I don't think of these two words as being com compared. Um, uh, they're just completely different, right, Lindsay? Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I think maybe I'm hoping that this listener made a typo and he meant to ask, yeah, uh, yes or yeah and right at the end of a sentence. 
because they're different functions, right? Different goals in what you're trying to say when you use them. So we're not going to answer both, talk about both, you know, phrases or both words in the same episode, it wouldn't make any sense. In these episodes, we like to drill down into one language function, even one word, the more specific, the better. Okay, so what are we going to do then today, Michelle? We are going to talk about right and yes. Exactly, exactly. And a few other variations and things that kind of do the same thing. But one more time, Michelle, what is the purpose of putting these words like right and yes at the end of a sentence? We are double checking to see if we are correct. Yeah. I also think it's, um, I think we've talked about this before, but I think it's a nice way to like strike up a conversation with someone you kind of know yeah. or like you, you know indirectly, like it's a friend of a friend. Have you ever used these words to do that? I'm sure I have. I'm sure I've used right a lot. Yeah, exactly. I think that right is kind of the standard way of doing it, but there are some other ways to do it. I mean, so let's just throw them out for our listeners. What would be one? All right. So one of them is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I like this one because it feels casual. It feels like fun and just, I don't know, not so formal. Yeah. Yeah. So like the Broncos are playing on Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah. Or you could say yes. Sunday night. Yes. I suppose you could say that at the end. The Broncos are playing on Sunday night. Yes. What do you think? I feel like I don't hear that, to be honest. You I feel You don't hear it. I don't know. Maybe it's a Boston thing. I don't know. They're doing this. Yes. I don't <laughs> know. I don't know. <laughs> we have our own language up here. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's a regional thing. I mean, but I don't know. I feel like I don't, unless it's yeah. like, uh, you're coming tomorrow. Yes. Uh, I guess I could, I guess I could hear it. That's true. If I'm like yeah. trying to confirm something with my friend and I say, you're coming tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, like, I could see yeah. it in a cutesy kind of way. Mm, right, a cutesy kind of way or like kind of a firm way when you're just trying to get an answer out of someone. It's a little bit nuanced, but you guys, again, t today on the show, we're just giving you ideas. So you should go out and hear, see if you hear these things being used, okay? Right. That's the key. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And then we also, we did an episode back uh, 722 on how to use huh at the end of the sentence. Right. Um, Right. So that would be a similar thing here doing serving the same language function. What's an example? Um, so. An example of, huh? Yeah. So Friday, right. We could say something like, you know, Friday. Oh, sorry, I didn't see that. I was looking at the link. OK, oh, that's okay. <laughs> so Friday is going to be fun, huh? Yeah, right. Exactly. So this weekend is the Boston Adventure. It's going to be fun, huh? Right. So, Michelle, I wish you were joining us this time. Not this time. Maybe next time. Guys, if you don't know what the Boston Adventure is, go over to allearsenglish.com forward slash Boston and sign up for the next one. So cool. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Have um, a great time. I'll miss you guys. I know. I know. We'll miss you too. It was so much fun having you up here in August, man. Next yeah, time. Yeah, I had a great time. time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, when you guys come, oh my gosh, you're going to have such a good time and I can't wait to hear about it. 
Yeah, we're recording this episode at the end of October, so it's already happened. True, it's already that's, happened. <laughs> that's the funny thing about our recording schedule. We record a couple weeks in advance to make sure we get these out, but then sometimes we can't talk about things in the present tense. <laughs> that's true. Unfortunately. That's true. Oh, well, anyways. Okay, so, so far we, we're putting yeah at the end of a sentence, yes, or we're putting huh, H-U-H. That's very right. American, I think. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. I think it's very American sounding. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if maybe British people use that too. I don't know. I've never heard British people use it before, but if we have any British English teachers listening, you guys can let us know. But to learn more about that, go to 722. Okay. What's the next one, Michelle? All right. The next one. I like this one. Okay. Uh, isn't that right? So, okay. Yeah. Uh huh. For example, he delivered the best presentation we've seen in months. Isn't that right? Do you feel like you use this one? Um, I, I, I feel like, um, it sounds like I would talk to like a little kid in this way. Like I'd be like, oh, you're in, you're doing, uh, you're in fifth grade. Isn't that right? Like that's, <laughs> that's what it made me think of for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. You can totally use this one, but, um, that's what it made me think of. What do you think, Lindsay? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, isn't that right? I'm going to be uh, babysitting for my niece in a couple of weeks here. So I'll be using that, I'm sure, when I babysit for her to ask her about her life. Apparently, she likes to go hunt for dragons in the woods. So, <laughs> Oh, all right. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be hunting for dragons all weekend. So that is going to be fun. <laughs> nice. Oh, have a good time. <laughs> okay. And then there's another one that we use and it is correct, right? At the mm -hmm. end of the sentence, we had correct. Something like this. You're coming over at five, correct? Right, right. Okay. Yeah. That one sounds very formal to me. Yeah. A little bit formal. Doesn't have to be. Depends on your tone of voice. Um, and then there's one more that I want to mention here because it's actually not adding any word, but it's using this upward intonation. Mm. And I feel like you're going to feel familiar with this one, Michelle. Um, what would be an example of this? Well, something could, you could say, you're going out with, uh, you're going out with Jim this weekend. Right. So I use this sometimes when I, I just get lazy. <laughs> it's just like lazy mm. English, right? You're just like, it's obvious that it's a question because you're going up, but you don't need to add that the right or the correct, you know, mm. I, I don't know. Do you do that sometimes? Yeah, right. I, I, I'm, yeah, you're going out with Jim this week. I'm trying to think of it. Yeah, mm -hmm. you're going out with Jim this weekend. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I might even put, I might even say like, you're going out with Jim this weekend. I don't know, in a different way. But yeah, I could see you, <laughs> I could see you going up, but my brain is all like all over the place right now you with this one. But yeah, yeah. I, I definitely know that you could do it with intonation for sure. Yeah, you've been working hard today, right, Michelle? Lots of, yeah, lots of I, teaching. Yeah, a lot of, <laughs> A lot of teaching English today, so I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you've, been, you, you've been running around the city, on the subway, yes. different classes, different students. It's, it's intense, the life of an English teacher, isn't it? <laughs> it that's right. Yeah, so uh, so sometimes I... <laughs> Sometimes when I hear something, I get confused. But yes, you're right. That's okay. That's okay. That's all right. I've had a long day too. So that's all right. Well, I have a question for you. I mean, this other thing that I hear, sometimes I hear students saying it. I hear them saying something like, the restaurant is, has veg... Sorry, I'm starting over. Ugh. Can't speak today. I hear mm -hmm. them say this, the restaurant has vegetarian options. No. Right? So putting no at the end instead of yes or yeah. 
Um, mm-hmm. Now, when you hear that, does that feel totally natural and native to you? Or does that feel more like a translation from other languages? Yeah, I would say that I, I hear it, but yeah, mar- not really from na- uh, native speakers so much. I mean, that's how I feel too. I feel like that happens yeah. when when our students, our listeners translate from their languages because it might be common in Spanish or Portuguese, mm-hmm. but we really don't exactly say that in English very much. So if you guys want to kind of, you know, reduce your accent, you know, feel like you're really blending in with the native English, don't say no at the end. Okay. It's really, it's basically right. that simple. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Good. Okay, so we've got a role play here, Michelle. And okay. in this case, we are reviewing before the Boston Adventure, you and me. Okay, so here All we go. All right. Okay. Here we go. So, Michelle, your train gets in on Thursday at 5 p.m., correct? Yeah, that's right. Um, I should come to your house to drop off my bags, yeah? Yeah, I think that's the best plan. Uh, Friday's going to be an intense day, huh? You better believe it. <laughs> okay. I like that expression. My dad used to say that a lot when I was a kid. You better believe it. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> That's cute, yeah. So here we just used a few of these. It's, it's a pretty simple episode today, guys, but it's a way to expand your vocabulary. So you're not always saying the same thing. So the first thing we used was correct at the end. So I said, so Michelle, your train gets in on Thursday at five, correct? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right. right. And then what did you say? I said, I should come to your house to drop off my bags, Yeah. And I could have also said right here. That would have been fine. Sure, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. A bunch of things we could have substituted in there. Absolutely. And then the last one, what was that? Friday's going to be an intense day, huh? Okay, you got it. Yeah. So, I mean, what do we want to say to our listener, Michelle, who asked this question? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, well, we didn't answer your question about yet. But if you go back to our blog and type yet into the search bar, you know, you should be able to find some information about it. Yeah, exactly. So again, guys, when you ask your question, send in a very specific question, check for typos. And again, make sure it is very specific about one very narrow thing, because we love to answer those kinds of questions. If not, we're going to we're going to make it more specific when we answer it. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. But this was great. Yeah, this is great. We love your questions, guys. Send your questions into lindsay at allearsenglish.com and keep them coming. We love to hear from you guys. All right? Cool. All right. So, guys. Yeah. Awesome. And don't forget to go ahead and hit subscribe on your podcast player. And remember, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash app to be an app insider so you know when it goes live. Okay. Awesome. So exciting. Okay, Michelle. Thanks for hanging (laughs) out today at the end of your busy day. Thanks, Lindsay. Have a good one. Bye, guys. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.